Hey, dear sister, this is Choose to Live Free podcast, and today's conversation will have you rethinking some steps about your physical and spiritual health with some financial and mental well-being sprinkled in there too. The initial title was going to be how to sweeten your life without the extra sugar, but that would have been limiting for the richness and goodness of my guest's story and message. So guess what? I want you to come on in and let's figure it out. Plus, there is a special announcement that is coming a special announcement that is coming. So make sure that you do listen out for that special announcement. Let's go. Hi friend, hi dear sister, this is Kate Ekokadezi and it is great to have you listening. What I aim to do with the podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman is to help you heal and transform your heart as you choose to live free in Christ every day. So I say healed people heal people because I believe healing is our choice and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So today's conversation will have you definitely rethinking some steps about your physical and spiritual health. And so I want you to come on in and let's hear our dear sister. But before we do that, I have an important announcement that I need you to lean in, like lean into the announcement, okay? So here, listen up. I am Free Woman Ministries. After eight good years of working this ministry, my ministry and brand, the Lord has done it again and is moving us to the next step of our growth. Okay? I'm not leaving. Okay? Just some new things coming up and I want you to pay particular attention. We are changing, y'all. We are changing. And in the months to come, we will slowly transition into our new corporate brand, Godly Woman and Company. Should I say it again? Godly Woman and Company. Godly Woman and Company is taking our freedom forward and living it boldly, unapologetically. Okay. Our vision and mission remains the same. The steps of how we get there is expanding y'all. It is expanding. And if I were to sit here and share with you all what it's going to be about, it will be for days. And so I am specifically saving that for another time. But what I can tell you about Godly Woman and Company, which is the growth spurt of I Am Free Woman Ministries, is that We are a personal healing, development, and transformation organization equipping you to heal your heart issues, develop a healthy self-concept, which includes self-confidence, self-worth, value, all those things, and live thriving, joy-filled lives from Jesus onward. Ooh-wee! I love it. I love it. I love it. And I am so glad that After eight years, the Lord was like, y'all, you need to grow. You need to start doing some things, y'all. You need to start doing some things. And here we are. 
So Godly Woman and Company is taking our freedom forward and living it boldly, unapologetically. Our vision and mission will always remain the same. And the steps of how we get there is what is expanding. And that is, oh, so exciting yet challenging at the same time. If I were to tell you the stories and the number of tears I have shared and all that, oh my gosh, yeah. So with that said, we have a few collaborative events coming up. First, I want to, you to mark your calendars for August 6th, 2023. August 6th, 2023. And the time, 4 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, Atlanta, New York Time. 4 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Because guess what? Choose to Live Free Podcast 50th episode Zoom party and live recording will be going down. Yes, we'll be going down. Now I can share with y'all, like when the Holy Spirit said this to me, like you need to celebrate your 50th. I started making plans for like one year anniversary and 100th episode. And he was like, see, there you go again, Kate. Don't let fear stop you from being great. Okay, so go ahead and go for it. So yes, we are going ahead and going for it. We're going for it. <laughs> So 50th episode Zoom party and live recording celebration is coming up. More information coming soon, okay, about registration, guest speakers, and you will get the chance to win prizes, including the grand prize of, drum roll please, (laughs) one-on-one six-session biblical life coaching with me. A six-session biblical life coaching with me, y'all. You don't want to know how much that can cost somebody. So you can win it for yourself or you can win it for a friend, which means you get to invite your sisters to the party too. Registration will be limited, so be on the lookout for the information. And in the meantime, go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter at IamFreeWoman.org for first-hand updates and information. Okay, that's the first of many exciting God did it again news coming to you, okay? Because there are so many things that we are stepping into, I am boldly proclaiming and stepping into, and when you have overcome fear and you have overcome self-doubt and all that, y'all, you come in like a flood. You're like, I'm coming in hot, okay? (laughs) And we are coming in hot, (laughs) So more to come, pray with us and for us and help us heal hearts, renew minds and change lives, y'all. Biblical life coaching and all there is with training and retreats and all those things coming your way. All right. I want to quickly welcome new listeners to the show and community. This blessed wife, mother of two, and businesswoman is passionate about living up to God's plans for her every day, and that includes serving you, dear sister. So in today's episode, I sat down with a friend from the show, okay, meet Dr. Nana Amakwansa a transformational wellness coach whose mission is to help focused, driven women achieve healthy blood sugar levels without restricting meals so they can get their energy, focus, and body 
back. Remember I said that at the beginning of the show that I said that the title of this episode was supposed to be what? How to sweeten your life without the extra sugar, right? Anyway, she is a pharmacist by trade, a wellness coach by God's choosing and doing. She is a woman of faith, substance, and grit, y'all, working through adversity. She shares with as many nuggets of wisdom from her life's journey as she builds her empire of ditching diabetes one life at a time, okay? Her clients have wonderful testimonials, and I know when you hear her, you will be inspired, motivated, and impacted to take action. And that's what we want, for you to be impacted enough to take action. As you listen, here are some nuggets for you. Identify your your time and season. It will help you not compare yourself to others. You don't want to skip the process. It builds your capacity. Pair your prayers with action, my favorite. When God calls you, say yes first and then seek his heart for the steps. When you know where you are called to go in confidence, lean into God and when he will show you who you can become. Let Jesus be your boo. (laughs) When the arrow is pointing at you, take it and embrace the pruning process. Where God calls you, there is fulfillment inner peace and joy. I know it firsthand, y'all. I know it firsthand when it comes to that part. When God calls you, where God has called you, there is fulfillment, inner peace, and joy. We had a great conversation, which I know you will enjoy too. So remember to choose to be free, choose to live free, and choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. Until next time, may God's goodness and mercy follow you always. Remember, healed people heal people. So go into the world and heal someone today. Choose to live free and y'all choose to be godly, okay? I love you. Enjoy the conversation with Dr. Nana Kwanza. Bye. So hey everyone, this is Kate and welcome to Choose to Live Free podcast. I have with me y'all, like if you heard some of the giggles, you know that this is going to be a good one. (laughs) And y'all know that if I'm laughing or not, then it's because it's going to be a good one. So I have with me, how should I put it? Oh, how far back do we know each other? <laughs> Boy, I think like when we Bright were like children. <laughs> Chapel Hill, I think. Chapel Hill. Chapel yes. Hill, like primary school. Oh my yes. gosh. Like we live yes. in Airport Ridge. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my Same gosh. neighborhood, yeah. Same neighborhood and all that. And listen. You never know, like in life, how you will bring people. It's weird. It is weird. But here we are. And you've heard a bit about her voice. She is my sister, Dr. Nana Amakwansa. And she is doing marvelous things out there, trying to save as many lives as she can. Yes, you could, if only you could see her facial expressions. But anyway, I'm not even going to look at them. I'm just going to say what I feel I should say about her because she's awesome. And so I have invited her to come and share what's on her heart when it comes to healthcare. In particular, uh, her domain, um, she is a pharmacist. Do you hear the five-year-old over there? Mm-mm, no. Oh, hold on. And that's what happens when you're trying to record and is that <laughs> mommy, I want cookie. <laughs> mommy mommy at work let me tell that story these kids will never let you be great because when they see you on tv they don't see 
great, they see mommy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. He's like, he's like, no, I don't care what you're doing. I need you to come here right like, now. Mommy, okay. not today. Not today. You got to come. I don't care whether you have a podcast, okay? <laughs> I had my daughter listen to the podcast when it came out. She was like, and so I was like, oh, that hurts. <laughs> they don't they don't vibe the same. They're like, uh-uh, not today, ma'am. Mm -mm, not like, today. And so I was like, Kennedy, really? She's like, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, <laughs> like, I put in all this work and then you are like, uh, no, no. They, they have no clue the work that goes behind the scenes. They just think you grab the mic and start talking. No, ma'am. <laughs> this so, is a lot of behind oh, the scene work. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you. Yeah. So anyway, so. As I was saying, I'm going to circle back to my intro. So I have with me Dr. Nana Kwansa. She is fabulous at what she does. I love it when I have the sisters <laughs> of mine who are nowhere near what I do, and I just get to glean through everything that they do. So she is the founder of Ditch Diabetes Academy. And like I said before, we kind of sort of grew up in the neighborhood, same school, <laughs> primary school, all that stuff. And let's just say life has happened to all of us. A lot of years, 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 years in between us with everything mm -hmm. that has happened in the world. And so I invited her to come in to choose to live free podcast. And I am free woman ministries to really educate us. Today is going to be more of a sister education where we're going to <laughs> learn more about how we can take care of ourselves because, and she'll talk more about this. Our body is a temple of God and we want to make sure that we're caring for it. Well, I love her style of how she does it. And so without further ado, Nana. Over to you. Oh, <laughs> Intr wow. Introduce hey, hey, hey. yourself to the people. <laughs> well, hi, everyone. Um, like Kate said, my name is Dr. Nana. I currently live in Dallas, Texas with my family. And you know what? One of, the, one of my all-time beliefs is I believe that we all have the capacity to maximize our potential. And I believe that we were born to also have a fulfilled life, okay? So by trade, I am a pharmacist. And I also do have a consultant practice, aka my ministry, <laughs> where I focus on helping individuals reclaim their life and their health by achieving healthy blood sugar levels without the restriction of meals, okay? We got to add that there. We need to add that because it's very important, <laughs> But um, I would say that more than anything else, I'm a woman that is helped by God. And I truly think that that's what defines me. Oh, I love that. A woman that is held by God and that truly defines me. <laughs> I love it when my guests really just hit it on the ground running, like straight up. I'm like, yes, let's get going. So, so when we had our conversation, our pre-screening conversation, we talked about a lot of things. And I think it will help listeners to kind of hear your story from way back as to how you got to this space where you are Dr. Nana. I love to do that because 
when I had my previous guest on the show, another doctor of mine, another mm-hmm. friend of mine, sister, we grew up in Tandy, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. She also was sharing a bit of her struggles around how she made it here and some of the things that she had to go through to get to where she's at now being a doctor, a family physician. So let's start from there because we can't talk about this amazing diabetes uh, <laughs> academy without first knowing the founder of you know where this all, mm-hmm. where this all started and why you're doing what you're doing as mm-hmm. your ministry. So I love that. So I would say my journey has been full of highs and lows, rejections, some roadblocks, you name it. It's it's all over the place. Okay. So I guess we can rewind back to <laughs> SS. <laughs> SS. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, so that's high school, right? Kind of like high school. Yeah, that's high school. So, you know, I went to Archbishop Portis. I don't know whether your audience knows, but it's if in Tuckerty. Audience is all mixed. You have Ghanaians on here. Uh-huh. You have U.S., you have U.K., okay. you have oh, all we are global. We <laughs> are global. global. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, good, good, good. So <laughs> most people know Archbishop Portis then. So I was one of those people that did not go straight to, I guess I didn't start the SS with my, my colleagues. So I went in maybe about a month. So as you all know, you know how it is in Ghana. So even though I would say that I, I was fairly, I wasn't the best student in the class, but I was smart. I wasn't also that dull. Okay. I was smart. So I had good grades, but I couldn't get into the school that I wanted. So obviously it was a lot of the back and forth and whatever. So eventually I ended up in Portis, uh, which is Archbishop Porta Girls. So I went there, but maybe I'll say a month or two after everyone has started. So I was given business and you know, you don't really have a choice of what you want to do. They kind of just give it to you, whatever. So they gave me business. So I was in the business class. I went to school. I well, was one month in already. I was not, you know, how... Now having to catch up with the nodes, all that stuff. So I was in this class, in accounting class. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Like, I have no clue. <laughs> I'm like, this cannot be it. Okay. So literally, I think it was a Friday or so. I can't remember the exact date, but I literally grabbed my desk, which is, you know, how we have those table and, the, you know, it's like <laughs> together. I grabbed this desk and took myself to the science class. So I went in there. I sat there. Everybody was looking at me. What is this girl doing here? So obviously I was called by the headmistress. So I remember going there and I think I even knelt down and I pled with the lady. I said, I appreciate that you took me in here, but I can tell you I cannot function in this business class. Like, I don't know. What I, it really brings tears to my eyes because I, I can remember that moment and I'm like, I can't, I don't know. I just don't understand what they are saying. I'm already behind. I can't, it's not working for me. Please give me a chance to be in this science class because I know this is what I want to do. So I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but eventually they left. So I sat in this class, in this science class for four years. Uh, it's a four, three years of four, is it four years or three years of school? I think three years. We did three years of essay. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat in there. So that was my first, like, oh Lord, what is all this? So then I went to college. Same thing happened. 
it was hard for me to get into college. I was like, what in the world? So I ended up in Legon. I had, um, yeah, I ended up in Legon. My first semester was very complicated. I was given mathematical science. I'm like, what, is, what am I going to do with this? I mean, this is a lot, okay? <laughs> I can't, I'm like, uh -uh, this is not for me. I was in the back. I'm like, I just don't even understand what's going on here. But back then, my family was also preparing for me to come to the U.S. So I had that in mind also. So when we got done with the first semester, I mean, we were doing all that stuff. So in my initial visa thing, one of them got denied. I'm like, golly, can I catch a break <laughs> over here? So, I mean, there was no apparent reason. We had all the documentation. You know how it is, like you have to prove finances. And back then, I mean, we were able to afford like being here in the US. I'm like, why, why didn't I get it? There was no reason. I applied again and I got it. So I came to the U.S. Um, when I was 19, 2006 or so. I came here, you know, we are here. I was in Kentucky then, and you know, the Africa weather and the Kentucky weather is nothing that's the same. I'm like, oh, Lord, what is this? So obviously we got here, but I didn't know life was about to serve me. Okay, I thought, okay, I'm in U.S., everything is fine. I mean, we've been looking Dang. at this on the TV, all these clips, <laughs> you know, all these. I'm like, okay, this shouldn't be that bad. So obviously we started just being friends with people. Everything was fine. You established some relationships here and there, blah, blah, blah. And uh, when I was in college, I realized that some things were happening. Every time that people realize that you were from Africa, they give mm -hmm. you that side eye. Mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. but now everybody wants to go to Africa. So yes. now it's good. They want to wear these African clothes, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But back then, if they knew that you were from Africa, they just give you this weird attitude, all sort of stuff. Like, and I know I, you know, I still do have my accent, African accent. So I'm like, I, I know I have an accent. All right. But you can hear me. You know, they were acting funny. And then here comes like when you have projects and things like that, you would suggest things in school and then they will kind of ignore you. So that obviously started kind of making me a little bit, my confidence started going down mm -hmm. and I began losing my voice. I wasn't even participating in class. I'm like, let me just sit myself in this corner, reserved, whatever. So I, re I realized that I was shrinking in my, like, in my own eyes. I was shrinking. I'm like, golly, this is not an armor. You know, I used to be the it, okay? This <laughs> me like what kind of life is this this is not for me so then you know my confidence started going down I went through college like bachelor's degree all that I went to pharmacy school here and there. I mean it was good I wouldn't say it was bad but that those stuff were happening mm -hmm. so I'm like okay this is a bit weird so obviously I took that into my career as well so graduated with pharmacy. I went to pharmacy school and then I wanted to go into residency. And back then, well, it's still now, our pharmacy residency is not mandatory. Mm -hmm. But if you want to do clinical services, you have mm -hmm. to go through the residency route. And that is the plan I had for myself. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I want to, I don't want to do retail because I had gone through being an intern at the retail setting. Mm -hmm. So I knew what they did and I didn't really... 
um, I didn't really enjoy that. So I knew back then that, okay, this is not what I want to do. So I applied, I did not get in. Hey, I'm like, oh Lord, like again. So then I went back to Ghana because I had finished with my rotations, all this good stuff. So I went to Ghana for holidays. It was, uh, I think maybe 2013, 14 or whatever, something like that. So I went to Ghana and they had like a, another process where the people that did not match into the rest, but because pharmacy is not mandatory, it's like a choice. If you want to oh. find, if you don't, Okay, you can go about your life. But I wanted to do the residency route. So I didn't get in. Uh, and then I did this. It's called scrambling process, right? So the people that did not get in, they will reshuffle you, blah, blah, blah. And if you're lucky, you get an interview. So fortunately for me, I got an interview, but I was in Ghana. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this interview. I grabbed my computer and then there was light off. I'm like, for, <laughs> like for 30 my... minutes. <laughs> For my American uh, audience, light off literally just means that the lights went out. So if you've, if you've traveled outside the United States, you know that some other countries out there experience like rationing of electricity and all I that. I tell so. you, this was not pleasant. So then I called my friend and then I'm like, can I please come to your office? I, I have an interview in like a few minutes, blah, blah, oh, blah. So gosh. yeah, so it was clear. It was airport you're close to, I can't remember the name, but like it wasn't too far. So my dad drove me there and like I used the, you know, that was in the girl's office and we, I did the interview, interview went well, blah, blah, blah. I came back to the US. So I was there for like three weeks, just for vacation. I came mm -hmm. back and I found out I did not get in. I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then one month into our graduation, I graduated, I took my boards, I passed it. No. So when it comes to me, I've realized that when it comes to exams, all that stuff, now by God's grace, it's it's a bit, it's not a struggle there. Right. So I got the license, all that stuff. I got it. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta go to retail, right? <laughs> so what then, you did not want. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna take a pause, but I share this to say that you know, my my start wasn't a silver platter because I know I have a few friends that always, oh, you know, now my everything is good for you. But no, and I'm like, no, you really don't know my story. So you think everything is good for me. So I share this to say that sometimes you don't really know what someone is going through, but we all go through some kind of struggle. Mm -hmm. And there's a dimension in God that we we can even get to that. You can't experience that dim dimension unless you go through some kind of struggle. So I want to mm. put it out there that it wasn't like an easy pizza kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> like it wasn't a silver platter. It was definitely mm. I had to go through some mm. some stuff. I love yeah. what you said that you can't go. There's this dimension with God that you can't get to God without going through some struggle. Mm -hmm. And I always mm -hmm. tell people that if you don't know what I mean, just watch the Pilgrim's Progress. Just watch that story. You see what that <laughs> is all about. And as you're talk, take, telling your story, that's all I kept seeing and hearing is, I mean, rejection after rejection after rejection. At some point, did you even consider like, okay, pharmacy is not for me. I'm just going to sit myself mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm 
Mm-mm. Because, you know, no, no, I didn't ever think that it's just the path that I wanted is what I did not get. So mm-hmm. I was still a pharmacist. I can do, I mean, there's like a zillion things you can do in pharmacy. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. people think it's just a retail, mm-hmm. but there's a lot you can do. So mm-hmm. there were options, but I wanted to go through that. I had a specific you had plan, a plan for <laughs> myself. Like I'm the creator. <laughs> was like you know what I own my life got this let me just do this so the path I had for myself is what didn't work out oh gosh and he's like look at her go oh look at my baby he's like no no but you better sit somewhere with you or whatever so the plan didn't go according to how you had scripted it to go yes, and yes. it went in a different direction but it was still pharmacy but it, it was wasn't pharmacy. what I wanted yeah so even enlighten us when it comes to your field right because mm-hmm. like you said a lot of us think of pharmacists they think of mm-hmm. Walgreens Walmart CVS <laughs> these you know places that you go get your yes. your prescriptions filled but um enlighten us about even in your field uh, what are, I, I'm hearing Dr. Seuss, all the, the many places you will go, like what are some of the many places that um, oh. one can go for the young woman or a woman out there that's considering yeah. like a career or something like that? Oh boy, we will be here if I should list there because it's a lot and, you know, but I'll name a few. We have the normal retail that we know that is our uh, the read, uh, Walgreens, CVS, all that stuff. We have hospital and even within hospital, mm, we have different yeah. things, right? Mm-hmm. We can do outpatient pharmacy in the hospital. You can do inpatient, meaning that you're in inside the, uh, the hospital mm-hmm. working directly with the doctors and the mm-hmm. nurses. Mm-hmm. You can work in the uh, government, FDA, mm-hmm. you can even do FDA, you can do mm-hmm. consulting, you can do, you can even work in the prisons, you can do a whole lot, there's a whole lot, it's very versed, it's, there's a lot that you can do, the set, the, the career is very versed, so you can definitely branch out into different, but the two main ones that usually when you graduate, people, you know, go into is the hospital or retail, because it's more accessible, the FDAs and stuff, you have to have some kind of, you probably have to know someone there or you have yeah, to. Yeah, government. Yeah, you know, government. There are other ones, mm-hmm. it takes a while. You have to have some kind of experience under your belt. But right from school, the two main ones are hospital and then yeah, retail. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So here you are. You have finally realized that <laughs> you're another creator and you need to kind of, you know, back do out. Have- <laughs> back away. <laughs> buck away and all that buck away you're you're breaking through season with god what did it look like in terms of finally submitting to his plan for your next Hmm. steps so well so here i am i went into the retail i mean i knew that this is not for me and it wasn't because of any major thing i just i just knew because i had that experience as an intern as well and also because of different things, um, I've, I think I would say that I've trained myself a little bit to know that when I enter a place and it's not for me, I can, I would know. I would kind of mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so it was because of several reasons. I mean, I was really overworked. I was I was tired. Patients were also not getting the results that I thought they should get. 
Mm -hmm. And I was also, I didn't feel like I was growing. So overworked, mm -hmm. meaning that I was working like 12 hours. It was a 12 hour shift. And it's mm -hmm. just, it was just a bit too much for me. And when, when I say patient weren't getting the results that they, they came in for, in school, you were thought, okay, the medications are supposed to help these people, mm -hmm. but you give these people the medications and they're still coming back every single month. It's like, the, where's the healing coming? Wow. Where's the healing? So I'm like, no, 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 you are not in the healing business. Like, <laughs> you're not in the healing business. You're, you're in something. I don't know what you're in, but you're not mm -hmm. healing nobody. Mm -hmm. Okay, nobody's mom and dad is being healed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I also, I also feel like I... I attract or I value growth, okay? And when I was there, well, I'll just go back a little bit because I feel like the system, the medical system is, is so focused on traditions and systems. Mm -hmm. We go by, okay, this is how it's done. This is how it should be. So when I was there, I found myself practicing a bit different. It, it, it was just a bit different. Because, yeah, I wanted to do the pharmacy thing, which is basically I want to make sure that the medications that are being prescribed uh, for that condition. Yes, I would do that. I want to make sure the dose, the quantity, you know, all those stuff are good. Yes, I check that. I want to make sure the directions are good for the patients. Okay, I'll, I'm going to tell the patient the counseling, you know, the side effects, do this, don't eat this, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's good because that's what, I mean, we can do a whole lot more than that actually. But um, I, I was doing that and that was fine. And it's a good thing. But I realized that aside that I wanted more from the patient, I was like asking them more. I'm like, okay, so aside taking this medicine, what are you doing? Like, it's like I'm an inspector. <laughs> inspector Vidiaco. <laughs> It's like, why are you asking me all these questions? Just give yes. me medication. Exactly. And it was like the alignment was off. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm asking you something that will help you, but you think I'm being maybe yes. inquisitive or, but mm -hmm. that was not, I'm like, there's more you can do other than just, you know, taking your medications, all this stuff. So fast forward to that. I mean, I knew that this is not it for me. But I would say the breaking, the breaking free moment for me that I knew that, okay, I, I need a God. I realized that I was doing a lot of things, right? And I encountered a, a ministry that really was like African church. It was really good, okay? <laughs> well, it still is good. <laughs> you know, those that, you know, they bring down the word for you. Yes. And they have the fire prayers, Kate. Yes. Like, you know, like the real, real prayer. I mean, Holy there's nothing God. wrong <laughs> The one There's that, the, the one that you no longer slump each other, you sit up straight, like. Sit up straight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, yeah. And I loved it. So the, the teachings and stuff, I, I identified a lot of things that they were preaching and teaching. I didn't find myself in something. So then I'm like, hmm. So I went back to all this stuff that I've shared. I'm like, okay. I see these patterns, what's going on? So that's when I leaned in a bit. I'm like, okay, I want to know more, God. I, I just really want to know what's what's going on. Yeah, I will achieve. I will have all these great achievements. It's good money. I was traveling, pay good paychecks that are really good, right? But I'm like, there's more. So I also realized that I was doing a lot of things 
by my own strength. Mm-hmm. And I did, that's when I was like, okay, I, I, I need more. Jesus, you got to be my boo, okay? Like, come closer. <laughs> <laughs> close. Uh, actually, Asha, let me go closer. Asha, not come closer. <laughs> let me, I mean, and then for me, <laughs> you know, back then, my family has been one that praise goes to church. I was serving even church here in the U.S. So I always knew the things of God. I really do. Mm-hmm. And my my parents are they walk the talk. They it's not like they do something separate inside and do some. No, they walk the talk. So I always knew God. I was serve at church, all that stuff. But I guess I was missing that. Mm. I was missing that that part where I'm like, okay, like I need to know this thing really, really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So that's where it came. I guess that's mm-hmm. when I'm like, okay, just come be my boo and let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it together. And once once he came in and he became your boo, <laughs> what happened? So, well, here I am going through all this stuff. I guess at pharmacy, I had the opportunity to relocate. So I relocated. And when I got there, I got a part-time job. And I had, so I had that time to, to think I had ideas coming through. I was more creative. You know, when you're working back to, you can't even dream. (laughs) Your creativity stifled. Exactly. Awful. Like more than slavery or something. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even think that well. So I had the opportunity to, you know, think through stuff, all that stuff. So then I started having ideas more creative I'm like hmm okay Mm. so but before I even moved I was I started changing my my community the people Mm. that I talked to I saw people doing stuff so I found myself leaning more to people that have goals that have vision and I'm like oh I want to be part of that I want to I want to know more I was very curious Mm. so when I moved I I was still having then and I you know I was I was out of my comfort zone so I was learning different things so for me at the time, I didn't think that I, I was even a business. I never saw myself as starting. And because I've always been a bit reserved, I'm just a quiet person. If I don't know you, I don't really talk a lot. I We just talk, hi, how are you, all that stuff. But once we, once we know each other, we are giggling, we are doing all these crazy stuff. So I started, <laughs> I didn't see myself as a starter. I, it wasn't me. I've never done that. So then I started going to all these local pharmacies here, telling them all these ideas that I had. And then I'll get, okay, come back tomorrow. All this was so frustrating. Mm -hmm. So then I realized, okay, the arrow was pointing at me. I was like, what is this arrow? You better go back. Y'all, she's laughing because I'm literally holding that arrow that was given to us at church for my daughter, okay? Like, this is what was pointed at you. <laughs> arrow, like, me? No, I uh, let somebody, I would just do the behind the scenes because I love behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> I drive in that. I'm not trying to do nothing outside, no. So, I mean, here I am. So I finally got a coach and she was like, Nana, you got to go on social media and be doing stuff. I'm like, huh? What? Uh-uh. <laughs> that is not me. I'm sorry. Pick somebody else for this. <laughs> the, the introvert is like, like, I'm out. No. No, 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 ma'am. Pick somebody else. I can't, I can't do this. 
So he's like, okay, but this is what you said you want to say. Yeah, I want to try it. I want to do this. So, you know, during that time, I had a lot. I mean, still sometimes fear comes in and there, but I had that fear. And then obviously, so I would say that breaking through is more so God breaking me off of those fear and hey, you got to go in boldness, Nana, like get in. <laughs> like I did not give you the spirit of fear, right? But of power, love and a sound mind. So I eventually, and I really say thank you to that coach, because trust me, if she was not there, uh, uh, I would not be on no internet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, so I'm sorry, for, as much as, for as much as, for as much as, and this is to all my listeners, hear me, for as much as she and I have known each other, grew up and all that stuff, you know, when you know these people, it's like, you're going to come and spill all the tea, right? So here she is, we are screening, and she tells me that there are some questions I can't ask her. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I can't Now, that is what she means by that, okay? She was literally being pushed out of her comfort zone. Like, yes. <laughs> go. Yeah. I truly, I truly value privacy. And I still do. I value privacy growing up and I still do. So, I mean, it has its challenges and it has its, uh, whatever, benefit too. So in this, in this circumstances, it was definitely a challenge. So I would say my biggest challenge was that. It's probably Ooh. easy for someone, but my biggest challenge was to start this because I'm like, oh my God, can I just do it? No, but like, can I just no be here do it? Yeah, I'm like, why am I supposed to come and talk on so for what? Like, no. Let's, let's, so you said something interesting. So when you were telling your story in the beginning about when you got to the United States and mm -hmm. because of all those discriminatory actions and microaggressions and stuff, it kind of put a part of you that used to be this cheery, you know, bright, like, you know, mm -hmm. girl, like it kind of put that part of you some way within you that was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm safe here and I'm going to stay here. Mm -hmm. But you probably did not know God had not forgotten that part that he created about you. I think God. Years Lord. later, years later, he, he brought it like, up. He's like, you got it, little girl, it's time to come out. Come, come back. Out. Hey, come back. you better, you yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. And you know, when you were, because like I said, when I was retail, it's really good, but it's not for everybody. It was mm -hmm. it's good money. You're, I mean, I was traveling, going to Portugal, doing whatever, all these good stuff. Okay. But there was something in me. I'm like, I want more. And it wasn't yes. because I, I'm that greedy. I'm not a greedy person, but no. I just wanted something different. You, and even you, if it's a pay cut, which it was a pay yeah. cut. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just want that time freedom. You said fulfillment. You well, know, exactly. Where where God calls you to will fulfill you, even if it doesn't come with like all the, the extra, extra stuff. But you yeah. know he has said that he will take care of you though. So mm -hmm. the extra stuff may not come immediately mm -hmm. because when you get to that part where you're truly fulfilled and where we have contentment and all that mm -hmm. beautiful inner work that you've done. Yeah. When the when the the miracles are happening, you'd be like, where are they coming from? You know? <laughs> and so it's not about being greedy. Everybody hear us when we say this, it's not about being greedy. It's about her walking in her purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And knowing mm -hmm. that there is more to me than these four walls. Yes, that, exactly. You know, like 
Mm-hmm. So. And initially, I thought that even purpose was more attached to ministry kind of work, like as in we like kind of churchy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, it can even be your career where you mm-hmm. are. It, it's mm-hmm. probably even your purpose. You're mm-hmm. supposed to serve someone mm-hmm. there. You're supposed to be available to somebody wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you're yeah. definitely right. <laughs> yeah. So so you now you have figured it out. I actually I think I, I don't think I have. You. Yeah. No, no, I was going to I actually think I think I remember when I saw you on Instagram at some point. I was like, look at us introverts going. I think you said you replied with something because I was like, look at her. Like all of a sudden she's like, you know. I tell you, things. I will post and be having palpitations at home. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, Jesus, I need you right about now. Like, you got to come. <laughs> you got to help me. <laughs> the palpitations. <laughs> I tell my executives when we are doing stuff and we have to record a video, I was like, I don't want to do a video. This is not <laughs> me. Like, this is not me. I don't want to do a video. Like, I just want to sit in the corner and write and mind my business. Exactly. Can I just please be in the corner? I promise I will like give you all the good vibes. I will push you to greatness. Just let me be here. Here you are. You you've been called for this mm-hmm. and you're yeah, you're doing it. So tell us what this is all about then. Tell us what's going so, on. With you well, before reading. I mean, Lord, before I even go in, I don't think I've even had that break. Like I've mm-hmm, gotten mm-hmm. that break. Oh, now I can finally yeah, breathe. Kind of moment. No, <laughs> no, I have not. Because <laughs> I, I still go through challenges. But I think the difference now is I know how to tackle it better. Ah. Yeah, I know how to tackle it better. So the the struggles, honey, it's there. The struggle is <laughs> real. There. The struggle is real. But, I guess through the, the journey that I've gone through with God, or oh, I'm still going through with God, I I know that he He knows my challenges. He knows mm-hmm. my concerns. He knows, let me just put Nanama to the side for today. You know, he knows, <laughs> he knows all that stuff. So <laughs> this is the skit. So Angel Gabriel comes. Okay, God, we have Nanama. Can you just, yeah, we'll get to Nana. Just, put, just yeah, yeah, put her to the side <laughs> for, for today. Maybe next week we'll pick her up or something. <laughs> but God, she's praying. We'll get to her. We'll get to her. We'll get to I her. I still need to work on her. Okay. Let let her go through the pruning season. Like let her let her be. She's she's okay right there. So here, <laughs> here I am. You know, so I think each day I'm discovering myself and I'm also discovering God, who God is, truly is. And, you know, he's teaching me things. I'm listening. And I would say that, I mean, now and if something is going, I'll be too quick to even, you know, I used to be too quick to call or reach out to someone. But now all I do is to go to the shower. I can take like four showers in a day. I go to the shower and I'll, I will go. I'll talk to God and be like, here I am. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but you gotta fix this part, please. I can't, I can't handle this. So it's more of that. So I wouldn't say it's like a break-in, like I'm now like at peace, everything is peachy. No, no, ma'am. No, I still go through it, but I think I just know how to um tackle it better. And because I have much more confidence in God, that confidence in God is holding me. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm passing through 
like toughest time of my life or whatever it is, I'm I'm like holding holding you on fear to no this. evil. You fear nothing. I'm holding on to yeah. this, and that's what is truly you know taking me day by day. So it's not like hey, okay, now my my life is like peaches. No, no, and Mm-mm-mm. and when you think about it though, anyone any Christian woman out there in business, not in business, running a family, whatever your ministry is, mm-hmm. when you think about it we never truly just breathe again fully. Mm-hmm. Just when you are starting to be like, what Something happens? Something else comes. I'm like, God, <laughs> can I catch a break over here? Yeah. But- <laughs> you know, you got to yeah. be ready in season and out of season because yeah. it's seasons. That's why mm-hmm. it's called seasons for a reason. Yeah. You know, like the ebbs and, and the flows. That, yep. I like that. And I think that, you know, like we, I, I guess maybe we should put a disclaimer here going through uh, struggles. So even if you have a divine covering on you, that doesn't mean that these struggles are going to go away. No, it, it might be even worse. <laughs> it might be even worse. But so I, I want to put that disclaimer that it's not because I'm going through challenges. So God is not there. We just needed to, I needed to know how to better handle it. Mm-hmm. I think. And then through that process, you don't want to skip the process because it built your capacity. Because mm-hmm. now bring whatever you want to bring. I will, God is here. He's going to take me through. So it builds your capacity. And it helps you persevere. So I always find myself, you know, telling people, don't be too quick to get out of something. Make sure you build your capacity, go through it. Just go through the process. Because if you can't trace it back to that process, it might fail. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just take that in, like take it in slowly. Let me take it in myself. (laughs) You just preached to yourself. Just take it in slowly because what doctor said applies to all areas of life, not just career, not just even as we're about to get into it, the health stuff that um, she talks about and educates and trains and teaches Mm -hmm. and coaches. But before we get to you coaching, you got to coach. You said you got to coach. Oh, I did. Yes, I had to because I can't do that. I don't know no marketing. You know, and so as we are listening to her story, you can tell that at some point when you know that you need something, you know, you you can pray, prayer is good and keep praying and praying and praying. But when you pray, you know, God speaks to you. And when Mm -hmm. he's telling you do this or go here or speak to this person or get a teacher or whatever, do that. Mm -hmm. Coming from the culture that we came from, oftentimes it's pray and wait. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, just pray, Mm -hmm. pray, 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 pray. It's like... (laughs) Pair, pair the prayer with something else that God is some telling you to action, do, yeah. you know, mm-hmm, like some mm-hmm. action, you know, mm-hmm. teaching, whatever it is, pay for coaching. Some people don't want to pay. They think God is going to have mm-hmm. everything come to you free. Honey, they don't. They do not want to pay. Not even for their help. <laughs> not even for their help. You know, so you right. chase them this money, and when you get this money, and you get say, who's gonna eat the money? I mean, who's gonna spend the money? You better consider the health. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and it's like you gotta pay. Listen, if God has t- told you to do this, and you don't have the means or the finances, there are so many complex stories out there. My story, probably Doctor Nana's too, mm-hmm. where we didn't have it, but when we stepped mm-hmm. into it. He made a way. 
Mm-hmm. He I always say, say yes and take the step. You got to say there yes go. first and take that step. Yeah. Say yes Mm-mm. and just jump. He so. said he, we can we can leap through, what, what is it, troops, all the yeah, leap over walls. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Just so, say the yes. Just, just say the yes. So you said yes. You've been through the coaching. You've done all this <laughs> stuff. You, you, you're building. You're building. Building, yeah. Tell us about this jewel, this treasure that you're building, this legacy that you're <laughs> So, you know, a lot of people always ask me, why did you choose uh, diabetes or whatever? But see, the truth is, Blood sugar, it's its everything. It, it tells you how you're feeling at every moment of your life. It actually controls everything. It controls a lot of the diseases that we have. Mm-hmm. So without, if you don't balance that, you are in for trouble. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get a lot of people that I know when we were talking, you had said, how do you help people uh, without giving them the sugar or something <laughs> what did you say <laughs> listen i put the title of the podcast being as naive <laughs> as i am okay i said how to sweeten your life without the extra sugar that sounds like a book <laughs> no a it book. is good it is good it is good and i hey we are all in on the struggle bus okay with the sugar thing like we are all on the struggle bus. So, you know, I would say occasionally, occasional indulgence is fine. Mm-hmm. You can just restrict it. You don't have, you don't want to have that all or nothing mindset. That will lead you to disaster. So occasional indulgence is definitely fine. And the reason why we all have this uh, sugar addiction is because like when we are eating sugar, your brain receives this that as a reward, mm-hmm. right? So it's that happy feeling, that high kind of feeling, whatever. So that's why your your brain is okay, eat more, eat more, eat more. So that sugar problem, but most most often people that have sugar cravings, like the consistent mm-hmm. ones, mm-hmm. more than likely have a blood sugar imbalance problem, mm-hmm. even though they don't have diabetes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when people hear blood sugar, they always associate that with diabetes, with, but you yeah. don't have to have diabetes to have blood sugar imbalance okay Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. when we all eat that food goes through you know our sugar glucose whatever Mm -hmm. and then our sugar spikes every time we eat but the the hormone will bring it down to a safer level Mm -hmm. but if your stuff is going on yours can either go high or very low and you know it causes all sort of problems but that pick that because it really is what controls every moment of our life Mm -hmm. and our activities and the food that we eat also has an effect on our blood sugar mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. So that's made the main reason. And when I was working retail, I had um, a moment where I worked with someone that had type 2 diabetes. So they were able to actually reverse it, the type 2 mm-hmm. diabetes, mm-hmm. and live their best life. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this go- all goes hand in hand, okay? So that's the reason why I, I started that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a coaching and consulting program. Mm -hmm. So the coaching is basically me, you know, you're not coming in for me to tell you, preach to you, do this, avoid this. uh -uh, No, that's not how I do mine. Mine is basically when you come in, we're going to have a barrier uh, breaking session. Right. So that's really like, okay, what are your goals? What did you write down? What, What have you done that did not work? 
what what do you really want to achieve things like that you know so mm-hmm. we figure out what you have done already or what you re- or what you are thinking of doing so it's like a barrier breaking session and then we go through assessments after that Okay, so I have an idea of what you actually about, what your goals are, right? Because sometimes it's not about someone even being free of medication or whatever. They just want to play golf, okay? That's their goal. So if that's the person's goal, that's what you need to help them achieve because that's Mm -hmm. all they want to do. They want to play golf with their friends. They don't want to, nothing else matters. So you Mm -hmm. have to make sure you pay attention to the the client Mm -hmm. or patient. The second step is basically getting to the underlying problem. And Type 2 diabetes, it is not caused by no sugar, okay? But don't be there eating no sugar because <laughs> that causes problems too. Okay? But it is not caused by sugar because I know a lot of people always say, okay, I'm eating too much sugar. So that's why I have- Well, this. it's the misconceptions. Tell us some of those misconceptions. Yeah, then, so that's, want, that's yeah. one of it. It's mm-hmm. not caused by uh, sugar. It is caused by so many things, one of it being chronic inflammation. Chronic mm. inflammation is the root of a lot of, a lot of, you know, these lifestyle, lifestyle chronic illnesses. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that one of them is definitely the sugar part. Mm-hmm. A lot of people also think that it's a, a death sentence, right? They associate, okay, oh God, I'm going to die. I'm going to know you're not. It's these are things that can be reversed by life changes or lifestyle changes, especially mm-hmm. type 2 diabetes. It's not a death sentence. Blood mm-hmm. pressure, high cholesterol, no. These are not something that you were born to die with or whatever. No, <laughs> you can reverse and do some changes and get there. So, I mean, that's, I think that's the most common ones. The that most common people, one, yeah. Yeah, 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 people, yeah, yeah. yeah. The sugar part and yeah. Yeah. So you do this and you are loving it because now you are starting to carve out what I think is your niche. Because when I I started seeing your progress and your work, Mm -hmm. I was like, that is so cool because I don't think I've seen that many, you know, people, even Mm -hmm. doctors or pharmacists kind of do that type of work. And so Mm -hmm. how fulfilling is it now for you when you get to get, when you get a patient and you start Mm -hmm. this work with them from beginning and seeing where they get to in the Mm -hmm, end mm -hmm. it is it's very fulfilling and you know when I talked about the retail thing I wanted to be part of someone's transformational journey Mm -hmm. right I wanted to be part of it and there's so many misconceptions about all these illness people even think okay I don't have diabetes so I don't even want to listen to no blood sugar stuff like you Mm -hmm. gotta listen even Mm -hmm. if you are 25 like Mm -hmm. it's it's causing your mood swing. So actually, before I even answer that question, if you're listening and you have the brain fog, mm. if you have those, you know, painful periods, oh. the frequent headaches, mm-hmm. the cravings, the mood swings, today mm-hmm. you are mad, tomorrow you are happy. <laughs> you know, all those things, those are blood sugar problems. Ooh. So even though you might not have diabetes, we got to take this serious. This is very important. So all those stuff, the people with the, today I'm happy, tomorrow I'm fine kind of thing. No, you got, we got to check your sugar. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's really fulfilling because you're you're really part of someone's transformational journey mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily all because everyone has a unique goal like I said mm -hmm. some people mm -hmm. are like oh I just want to play with my grandchildren I want to play with whatever so mm -hmm. just being part of that is just really amazing because when I very, when I started first, the very first person I worked with, I would not mention the name, but mm -hmm. she, I actually went to school with her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's my mate, but she could mm -hmm. not even walk on heels because mm -hmm. that's how excruciating this uh, mm -hmm. nerve pain was causing mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now she was even like, oh, I'm not going to marry him. I can't give this burden to nobody, you know, all this stuff. But now she's even married. So just being part of that. It's just like, it's wow, just, this is yeah, really good. That's the transformation yeah. that, you know, when you're truly walking in your purpose, that the transformation doesn't point only to you. You know, when God comes into your life and he starts transforming your mm -hmm. heart, he transforms your heart to impact somebody else. Mm -hmm. It, it mm -hmm. doesn't sit with you just that like that. Mm -hmm. That's what you that's how you know the difference between what the world would call transformation and what God calls transformation. Mm -hmm. Your transformation you're eager to put that and give that to someone else mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. there it's it's kind of like selfish selfless kind of thing where we we take all the good stuff that we are transforming into and it's mm -hmm. like it's just me and nobody else mm -hmm. hearing yeah. your story you're kind of like no i need i wanted to do this thing i wanted to mm -hmm. see the transformation in mm -hmm. someone's life i want to yeah. hear from you how you are even incorporating um not just the u.s but expanding to mm -hmm. even Ghana, where we all came mm -hmm. from, right? Expanding mm -hmm. to Ghana and educating, because what she just shared, I was like, in other countries, like in the US, but in other countries too, it probably needs to be highlighted as high and as far and as wide as it needs to mm -hmm. go, because, you know, the education is just limited. When you go to see a doctor, they are mm -hmm. quick to prescribe, and exactly. that's it. Yeah. So, yeah so i mean it's virtual so any and wherever you are you can participate mm -hmm. in the coaching right so it, there's no barrier there because now covid has made it possible for all these things to happen mm -hmm. so that's where it comes in so actually that first pay, uh, client i had was from ghana she's not mm -hmm. here so mm -hmm. she yeah she's way all the way there she mm -hmm. called me it's like oh my god i saw you your post can you please help me these are my numbers i'm like honey you have to go to the emergency room <laughs> Like these numbers, uh, they are high. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but I mean, I mean, by God's grace, yes. is she walking around though? I, like when she called, I was like, I was, I remember that day because I actually called and I was calling my pharmacist friend in Ghana. And I'm like, do you know a doctor there that deals with all this? Mm -hmm. Like, because this girl, this, like, her number is this high. And she's like walking around acting like she's okay and then she Ooh. even can call me like this is a bit weird mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so yeah that's the possibility that this coaching thing you know makes it makes it possible for you to reach way beyond the U.S. you can mm -hmm. do it with whoever so far mm -hmm. as you have a computer and wi-fi yeah. we can definitely do it so it's mm -hmm. not something that is just uh, confined to the mm -hmm. U.S. and mm -hmm. not you know when I say all these people are having good it actually also helps my life because honey well. when I <laughs> you already know that I'm really skinny right but I was skinny fat I wasn't like the skinny healthy kind of people the skinny fat inside <laughs> <laughs> Because here, when I was 
working the 12 hours. I'm over there eating any and everything for 12 hours. So I was not even like mm. healthy. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking good. I'm, you know, like I'm looking fly and everything. But yeah. inside, I'm like, oh, yeah. no, mm-hmm. ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell. so I actually even have to deal with chronic inflammation myself, you know, and mm-hmm. then so when I said, okay, no, no, you, this is working for you. So now, yeah. not only is it helping, it's helping myself. Yes. Even me. Yeah, it's helping me every day. I'm like, okay, no, I can't eat this. Like mm-hmm. you won't catch me no fast food place right now. I can't. My taste buds have changed. <laughs> it's changed, and your body, your body also changes, and yeah. it takes the food in differently, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so how long? How long is the coaching program per person? Like, is it like well? Customized? So I used to do individual, which we still have the in- individual packages and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But more so, there's also group. Mm-hmm. which both of it is three months, right? Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. want an extended time, that's something yeah. that we can definitely talk okay. about. And if you don't want even the coaching, we can mm-hmm. do just consultation. So there's a yeah. single one and you can have your single consultation with follow-ups as well. Mm-hmm. So there's different um, things that can, I, I guess, meet the needs of where whoever where, is. Yeah, where people are. But the wow. main one is the the group coaching one yeah I mean this has been great and just for all and anyone listening on, on a serious note on a serious note you know as women as godly women um taking care of our bodies is so important as much as we take care of our spiritual lives and our, our all our other lives taking care and not just like going to the gym and working out no, no, mm-hmm. just tell them it's more than working <laughs> out, y'all. It's yeah. more than working out. There's more mm-hmm. to it. There's a science there's, to it. Yeah, Nutrition, there's more than yeah. Stress. You know, all stress. That. Yeah. Even stress that we go through, it, it's it eats a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Stress is even the number one mm-hmm. killer mm-hmm. that causes all these mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. It's all stress. And yeah. I mean, I can understand because this life is not that it's easy. Not so easy. Yeah. yeah, but we have to put strategies in place to mm-hmm. help minimize. You can't get rid of stress completely, right? <laughs> we can minimize it. You or can we can find it. strategies to be mm-hmm. able to t- tackle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very important. I think that even when we put our health first as a Christian woman, we are honoring God because mm-hmm. it's, it's, I, I had, our body is the temple. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. are honoring God. It's mm-hmm. not all about just chasing, mm-hmm. you know, the money and going, we are honoring God by mm-hmm. taking, making mm-hmm. your health a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his word, in his word, we, we understand a lot of us understand worship to be, you know, singing, words and songs to the Lord, but the Mm -hmm. Bible clearly tells us that our body when we present our body as living sacrifices, that is worship. Mm -hmm. It's worship. So he's looking for this, not the words that we are saying and the songs that we are Mm -hmm. singing. Your worship is through your body. Mm -hmm. So you gotta take it. Yeah. Yeah. Quick fire round. I like that. Quick fire round. So (laughs) <laughs> Let's say, so what does joy look like for you these days? Like, what's going joy. on? Joy. <sighs> joy, I guess for me, I would say access to time and energy. Because mm. I didn't used to have the, the, so the, that flexibility. Mm-hmm. And so that access to time is very... Mm-hmm. I love it. And also being able to be part of someone's transformational journeys definitely Mm -hmm. is, it's joyous. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So after going through all these things and you're still building and you're building this legacy, amazing, amazing. 
How is your heart like overall when you sit down <laughs> and is, take a breath? How is, how is your heart? My heart. That is a hard question. <laughs> That's a hard question, Kate. My heart is tired. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> You're building. Even Nehemiah had to say that. You're building, you know. My heart you know? is tired. I just need a glass of uh, water or something right yeah. now. <laughs> You're building. Yeah, I am. I would say it's a bit, my heart is tired. I would say that if I can be honest. And also, I think that. Um, I'm hopeful and I um maybe my heart is being prepared for a bigger something coming up. Yes. Like yes. a manifestation or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yes. But it is tired exciting? too. Yeah. Isn't it exciting though? <laughs> when you think of, it is. Like, when you look at, you know, it's like, okay, God, I sense something coming and I feel like it's going to be incredibly amazing, but I'm mm-hmm. tired. <laughs> I gotta emphasize that and be like, God, I know you're coming, but your girl over here, I'm tired. Can I cut you right? <laughs> he, he tells, he tells Angie Gabriel, oh, look at her. She's tired. Look at her. Let's go get her some help. Let's he, he, some help. he definitely, he definitely be right? laughing at me. I says, oh Lord, I know again. This one. <laughs> She's coming again with her words. <laughs> tell tell the woman out there who is listening to us um what would what would you you know sitting next to you and you have this opportunity with a woman uh what would you tell that sister uh regarding your ministry and what you want her to take away from 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 encountering who you are and experiencing you mm-hmm. i would say i mean it's okay to to have fear and all that not I wouldn't say but don't let it linger around for too long maybe just give Mm -hmm. it five minutes okay (laughs) because you're human yeah you're you're human human. but there there is I think the number one thing I'll say there's times you have to identify your time and season it's very important Mm. and this will help you not to compare yourself to somebody else because somebody might be in their harvest season. Another person might be in their planting season, their building season. It's not the same. So you have to sit somewhere and identify, ask God, I need your help. Like, I can't do this by myself. I need you to help me know which season I'm in. And I think it's very important because that will help you also be in alignment with what's coming whatever breakthrough, whatever celebration or whatever, you have to know the season so that when those come, it will be more, it's it's in alignment with what you're also doing. Oh. And and I uh, the second thing I would say is, you know, when you, if you're worrying about how you're going to achieve something, it's not really going to help the issue until you take action. You know, the Bible talks about, I love the scripture and I use it. Like, I, I visualize this thing. It, you know, somewhere in Isaiah, it says that God has inscribed you in his, his palm. So Kate, I have a beautiful picture of me in the palm of God. Like I have put that picture. <laughs> so every time I'm going through really crazy moments, I, I, I yeah. visualize that. So mm-hmm. I see this hot picture mm-hmm. of mine mm-hmm. in God's because oh. yes. he says your your city walls are continually being watched over or something mm-hmm. to that effect like I'm watching mm-hmm. over I know what's what's coming mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that that gives you that assurance mm-hmm. right yes. and then yep. if you commit everything to God 
he's going to keep it because remember, yeah, I was serving in church, whatever, but I'm like over here doing things with my little muscles over here. Mm. It's, it gets tiring. Okay. <laughs> so God has to be your strength. He has to be your help. Without God's help, it, it really gets tiring. It gets tiring. It, get, it gets love, tiring. So yeah. I yeah. love all of that. And what you said about the visualization, that's how I made it through my my schooling that schooling, I went through yeah. because when I tell I when I when we got to school uh that orientation day and I looked down and they said this is where y'all will be graduating or having the graduation ceremony mm -hmm. and I immediately said I, oh I see my my chairs you, right there yeah, like you identified right your there. chair mm -hmm. and then every time in class it got difficult the Holy Spirit will say remember what you mm -hmm. saw yeah, that's where you're getting to. That's the goal. So yeah, I I have the I, same thing. I have know? like a particular like it's there. I it's look there. at it every single time. I see. Yes, it. <laughs> yes. And that's awesome. what keeps you going in your purpose and all these things that you're doing. So mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. I can't wait to have you come back a year, yes, two years, yes, three years from yes, now. Yes, yes. There's a lot that will be you know, unfolded, and uh, maybe yeah. you get me to talk about all the personal stuff you know, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> by that time maybe i'm like more open you know Whoa. we'll be diving all in yeah so yeah well, i definitely enjoy this yeah. oh you're welcome and i love your heart i love what you're yeah. doing who knew <laughs> years 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 ago we will be here right yeah. like yeah. I mean, yeah, and you are definitely doing an amazing job because people Aww. do need healing kids. <laughs> so you doing this to bring that healing to people is, is definitely needed. I know it's not easy. I, I know <sighs> that. Even yeah. sometimes recording right now can be hard because you're like, God, I just want to sleep. Like it's it's hard. You know, people see the aftermath of what you the, like yep. they see you post it and they're like yep. oh she posted they don't know what no. it took to even do mm -hmm. all that yeah yeah it's a lot so it's i lot. i applaud you i thank I, you yes thank, thank you for you. doing we, this for us we're doing yeah. it we're we we doing it and that's my goal is as we are healed i say that healed people heal people so mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. you do it you bring your next sister along and they bring yes. their next sister along we are not yeah. fully healed mm -hmm. we always have something that we are working on but the little bit that you've gotten, of course, you give it to the other person. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Doctor Nana, I call her Nana. Y'all get to call <laughs> yeah. her Doctor. You hear me, Doctor? <laughs> Thank you for coming. I have your contact information. I'll put it in the notes. People will know where mm -hmm. to find you. But mm -hmm. I can't wait for everybody to hear you and hear what your message is and what you're sharing mm -hmm. with people. And I look forward to collaborating with you again yeah. soon. Thank and you for having I, me. Yeah. So on that note, I love you. Bye. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>